Uh, yes, absolutely, Ray. I just wanted to first off, thank you so much for uh, you know having me on your show. Um, really important to um, to really uh, spread the word, get the word out there with regard to uh, flu shots. So important, um, you know, every year, of course. You know, as you mentioned, um, you know, the, there's a heavy uh, flu burden out there uh, from year to year. Um, just to give you some numbers off the top um, from the CDC, um, you know, annually between 2010 and 2020, we've had about um, 9 million to 41 million illnesses per year in the U.S. Uh, we're talking about 140,000 to 710,000 hospitalizations and 12 to 52,000 deaths. This is any given year between 2010 to 2020 with regard to the, the flu virus itself. Um, just to give you a, an idea of, of this last uh, this last season, uh, last year from 20, which I actually kind of ran from uh, October uh, to the end of April or so of 2023, um, 27 million to 54 million illnesses. We got 12 million to 26 million medical visits. Um, that's excluding hospitalizations and 300 to 650,000 hospitalizations and 19 to 58,000 deaths. Those are the estimates uh, for the last flu season. So, yeah, so it's really important um, for us to really um, kind of let the community know uh, the importance of uh, you know, really, you know, assessing their risks and, uh, you know, understanding the importance of getting the vaccination to protect themselves and to protect others for the flu vaccine. When we talk about flu shots, and again, we, we've talked so much about COVID vaccine, it's real important and it's not an overlap. And I want to get rid of that confusion. Some people say, well, if I get one shot, it'll help out the other. And that's just not so. So that's why I wanted you to talk about the different vaccines and the different shots this time of year. They're all separate and they all work in their own way. Yeah, for sure, right? So, um, you know, with regard to uh, the flu vaccine, we can start there because, you know, this has been around for many years. Um, you know, generally we're recommending that for um, uh, ages of six months onward. Um, you know, there's, there's various populations that uh, we really definitely want to make sure they're getting the flu vaccine. For, uh, for those children between ages of six months and, and eight years, um, if it's their first time getting the flu vaccine, there's generally it's generally a two shot uh, series, a uh, couple, um, couple months apart or so, just to really get the antibodies built up in their system. Um, but you know that's it's really important for everyone across the board to go ahead and get the uh, uh, the flu vaccine. Predominantly uh, from age six months to 65, we use the quad um, or flu zone. Um, for those patients that are over the age of 65, uh, this is in the higher risk category. Uh, there's something called a high dose flu or high dose quad. And what this is, is about um, four times the amount of um, protein and antigen, basically, that uh, allows our bodies to react more uh, and create antibodies to um, to the flu virus. And that's why it's really important for especially for the elderly, uh, vulnerable populations to be able to get that uh, that flu vaccine uh, as early as possible within the season to kind of to protect themselves. Well, this is Dr. Kevin Baldy, Cleveland Clinic Akron General. Kevin, let's go there when you mention get that shot as soon as possible. There's some that are saying, well, I want to wait because I want to get that lasting power that will go into March to cover me through the cold winter months. So one, my first part of my question is, when should we get that flu shot? How long is its lasting power for us? Great question. Uh, I think it's important to uh, get the flu shot as early as possible, especially in the vulnerable populations. And the reason I say that is because, 
you know, we never know when um, we're going to when we're going to get the flu vac the virus itself. So, you know, we could we could play that, you know, I don't want to say that game, but we could kind of play into that and say, OK, we could wait till later. But people will start getting the flu earlier on. If the longer we wait, the higher chances we are putting ourselves at risk and our family members at risk of uh, of uh, getting the illness. So I would say, you know, it's best to get it earlier on. Um, usually the first part of the uh, season is the most uh, robust with regard to uh, those contracting the flu, uh, the virulence, as well as the um, just the spread of the flu virus itself. Um, so to protect ourselves through the winter months, it's best to get it now and into October rather than wait uh, later on. Uh, that would be my recommendation. That's my recommendation for my patients. Kevin, are there any problems? And we opened up our conversation by saying so many things going on right now in regards to getting the medications. Is there any problem with me getting a flu shot on Tuesday, a COVID on Wednesday, and RSV on Thursday? Are there any problems with that, or do you prefer us to spread them out? Well, you uh, you brought up a good point there, and you mentioned COVID earlier on, which is obviously a different uh, it's a different virus altogether, right? So. Uh, they, they protect against different things. I do. That's one of the most uh, common questions I get, especially this time of year uh, when it comes to, you know, getting viruses for the cold. We know that, you know, the COVID vaccine is out. We know that RSV was recently approved as well uh, this past summer um, in booster for COVID vaccine. Um, it was updated uh, September 11th, I believe. Um, but yeah, so th- you can definitely get these uh, vaccines on the same day. Uh, if it makes it ideal for you, there really isn't an issue taking them at the same time. It is recommended to, if you're able to get it, go ahead and get it because, you know, sometimes we don't know, uh, you know, how long we'll have um, these vaccines in stock. Sometimes they go pretty quickly, especially, you know, in the doctor's office or even at a pharmacy. And again, as uh, I mentioned earlier, earlier we protect ourselves better rather than um, playing a catch-up game or making, or by the time we try to get it, it's too late. We already uh, have uh, gotten the illness. Kevin, my, my final question on this is, uh, boy, a few years ago when everyone was masking up, the, the flu was almost non-existent for that winter season. And I know that's a preventative measure, but maybe talk about some other preventatives to limit the spreading. Well, you did bring that up. And yes, uh, the numbers uh, seem to be pretty low a couple of years ago, back in 2020 or so. Everyone was masked up and whatnot. But, you know, the masks uh, with the, with the mask going away, you know, our, our immune systems were kind of getting readjusted. And, um, you know, with regard to the flu, uh, the flu virus, uh, yeah. So it, it, it's something that, uh, we definitely wanted to, to make sure that, uh, uh, we're getting folks uh, protected. Um, and we want to make sure folks aren't spreading to one another. So, so really some basic things that we can do, uh, we can all do to, you know, help prevent, uh, the spread of the flu virus is, you know, it's a droplet spread kind of uh, situation. Um, so the sneezes, um, you know, coughing on the hands, that kind of thing, you know, that can, that can definitely, um, without washing our hands, that can, that can spread to other people. So if we're, what we're taught here in the, in the hospital is, you know, if we're going to sneeze, uh, sneeze into the show, sneeze into the, uh, basically the, your elbow or the kind of the area or your arm rather. So you don't spread the, uh, the virus to other locations and spread it to other people near you. Try to keep yourself at a distance too. Of course, if you're going into the workplace, we do recommend uh, wearing a mask if you have to be at work uh, during the time that you're ill, and uh, just kind of prevent yourselves from getting uh, getting into uh, other uh, spaces and preventing the spread there. 
frequent hand washing, of course, is recommended. So those are the those are the big things that you can do. And of course, isolate yourself if you if if you're able to stay home. And and if you're if you're in a position when you are where you are working and you're allowed to stay at home, go ahead and do that at least for the time being while you allow your body to kind of recuperate and uh, drink plenty of fluids and that kind of thing to allow yourself to recuperate and prevent the spread of the virus. All right, Dr. Kevin Baldy, Cleveland Clinic Akron General has been on board with us. It's here again. It is flu season for sure. Kevin, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Hey, appreciate you, Ray. Thank you so much. Have a great one.